Welcome to episode 12 of Metabytes. And as promised, I have a guest today, which is absolutely amazing. Um, I have been promising this for probably the last two or three episodes, saying that I must get outside my comfort zone and actually speak to somebody. Brilliant. So am I your first guest? You are the first official ah, guest on Metabytes. <laughs> it is an honour. You've got to play this to your grandchildren yeah, back absolutely. in the day. Uh, okay, so today I am introducing you to Laura Lee from Hola PR, who is a fellow, um, what would you call it, a fellow inmate, I was going to say inmate, inmate. <laughs> <laughs> not an inmate, a fellow occupant of the shared studio that we, we both work Absolutely, out Absolutely, yeah. Um, so we've known each other for Gosh, a be, year, yeah, or two, a year and a half yeah, or so. Yeah, about a year and a half I think now. Um, quickly. Yes, so Laura Lee is in charge of Hola PR and I suppose initially it'd be just great to hear a little bit about your story, about why you are where you are today. Yeah, sure. So I, gosh, have worked in PR my entire life, so that has been my career from day one. Um, which is probably quite unusual, I think, these yeah. days. When you um, say day one, do you mean sort of from school yeah, time? Yeah, so or? I studied, um, I actually studied um, a Bachelor of Commerce with a major in public relations oh, wow, and marketing. Okay. Yeah. So um, my university degree was in PR, basically, and it is a job that I have done the whole way through, yep. which I do, I, gosh, and it's probably <laughs> that's probably about 20 years to now, <laughs> which is scary when I say such a big number. Yeah, um, yeah. But so I've, yeah, so I've always worked in it and I love it. Um, so I've worked in a whole host of different roles actually. Yep. So I started, my career sort of started um, in-house with organisations. So I started off with um, a not-for-profit was my first job out of uni, which okay. was a great learning curve because you learn to be creative with no money. Yeah, I was going to say, was it a paid position or was yeah. it a minimal sort yeah. of paid position? Yeah, so I think, gosh, my starting salary I think was like $26,500 a year, <laughs> Australian yeah. dollars a year. Yeah. Um, so, you know, not a big salary, yeah. but yeah. exciting for your first job all the yeah. same. Do you remember the sort of first few days of what you were doing in, yeah. when you first started? Yeah, so... Um, I, I do, I actually. I do remember. I can picture exactly my desk and, you know, <laughs> where I sat in the office and the people that I work with too. Yeah. Um, so a lot of my role actually initially, which I think was a great learning curve, was working with volunteers. So yeah. um, there was volunteers that had an interest in communications that would help out with various things. So the organisation was actually um, Guides, so the Girl Guides, but oh, Guides wow, Victoria. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was living in Melbourne at the time um, and yeah so I had to deal a lot with volunteers come up with sort of creative a lot of it was media campaigns yep. and events come up with creative ideas just to kind of get the girl guides in the media <laughs> um, and they you know that was a interesting brand to work on anyway because yeah. they're an interna through, international brand yeah so. absolutely an international brand and also they'd gone through um just before i'd got there sort of a real branding away from this concept of girl guides to just guides yeah. so it was okay. a really interesting time actually yeah. and a great yeah. first job um but from what, what technology did you have at hand back oh then? my goodness we were still faxing press releases <laughs> which you know no one i Someone asked me, do you have a fax the other day? And I just said, you're kidding me, right? Do you not just scan things and yeah, email yeah, them now? Yeah. Do you have to do something like that? Yeah. Yeah, so we were still faxing press releases, which yeah. just is, I don't know, that's, it's a completely different world yeah. now. Yeah. 
Um, and that vo volunteer space, I mean, even to this day, you're still involved quite a bit with the volunteer area and not-for-profits. Yeah, not yeah, absolutely. So I still do a fair bit of work for not-for-profits. In fact, I love that yep. side of my um, job. So I'll always make sure that, um, so now in my sort of role as a consultant, I'll always make sure I've got a not-for-profit that I'm working with somewhere. Um, yep. And to be honest, it's it's lovely, it's lovely work to do because you feel like you're doing something yep. um, that is really particularly meaningful, but equally, um, Gosh, it's an easy job to do too, because generally the stories are yep. amazing. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't. It's a, it's easy PR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, PR. I mean, to me, PR. It's and it's something I've not struggled to understand what PR is, but I've always I've been in the graphic design, the marketing area for yeah. a long time, but PR has always been this sort of separate entity that I've never yeah. really fully understood. Yeah. Thinking very corporate, sort of. Um, but what's your definition of PR? What would you, you say? Know, I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> and I was going to say, actually, it's interesting in that I think as an industry, we really complicate it as well. Yep. Like we, so sometimes when you get asked that question, it's like, oh gosh, how do I explain this? Yep. But I think in its simplest form, and even though you know I've worked in the industry for 20 years and it's changed a lot in one sense during that time, actually the fundamentals of it have, haven't changed. And... I guess the easiest way of explaining it is that we work with organisations to get their messages out to their ideal audience or people that they really want to hear their messages. Yes. But generally, the medium th through which we'll do that is sort of, yeah, it is a medium, so it's an influencing medium. So whether that is, you know, a journalist that writes for a newspaper these days whether it's a blogger or an instagrammer yep. that's got really strong influence um or whether it's through owned channels as well so okay. what do you mean by owned channels so it could be so a lot of the work that i still will work on is you know writing great content for yep. organizations so it might be a blog post yep. um we'll work with them um and it's not a skill set that i have but we'll have external parties that i work with to develop great video content yep. for them um, you know, email newsletters, that sort of thing. So um, I guess it's our, so the different, and often people get really confused, well then how does marketing fit in? And I think now the lines are blurred more than they ever have been yep. with the digital space. And that's something I do want to talk about, is that yeah, change okay. in industry over, yeah. over the last probably 10 years. Yeah, which, which has been a huge change because I think previously we, you know, PR had its own little set and we were basically all the soft stuff so it was media you know getting clients in the media yeah. um it was doing events it was potentially okay. coming up with sponsorships or partnerships yeah. Yeah. that you could leverage that they're involved so it's all that lovely third-party endorsement stuff yeah. digital came into play and suddenly third-party endorsers could be like i said before you know the instagrammers the youtubers yeah. people that have a very strong voice online yeah. and that is where i think marketing and PR just went, okay, who owns yep. yeah, this space? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So have you found yourself over over that time becoming, having to learn a lot more in regards to the digital side? Um, yeah. Or is it something that's just part of part and parcel of PR anyway and it's just in the evolution of PR? Yeah. You've, you've just learned along the way or is it something you've actually had to really instigate yourself to, to go deeper onto certain platforms, social media? Yeah, um, so I think, um, so, you know, as I was saying before, I think the fundamentals of the 
great, compelling, authentic story on behalf of an organisation was the same when we were faxing media releases to what it is now. So that those communication fundamentals that PR has played a part in, that hasn't changed. They're yeah. telling a good story to the right people. Yeah, and if anything, that's probably the most is the, the most powerful element to it. Absolutely. So you're kind of ahead of the game there because a lot of yes. people are t- trying to use digital but don't have the engagement, the stories, yes. the, the yeah. emotional connection with the yeah. audience, which PR obviously is in the blood of PR. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. So that, but you're so right when you say then it's the medium that's changed completely. Yeah. So, you know, PR has, we've had to shift our thinking and go, okay, you know, maybe a journalist that's writing for a particular newspaper actually doesn't have as much influence as yeah. a blogger on the same yeah. topic. So it's always about sort of matching your, I guess, your client's audience with where they hang out. Um, And so absolutely, we've had to look at tools to go, okay, you know, and so social media and the influencer space, I think has been the thing that's seen the biggest shift in the last couple of years in PR. Um, And I think even that's been, you know, influencers have been finding their feet in terms of how do they work with companies and PR agencies yeah, as well. learning going on in both so it's sides learning in both, so, which yeah. I actually think is a good thing it just means everyone's finding their feet together yeah. um, it's a very exciting time I think in, it in is. this space absolutely yeah. and I think it's great like a lot of I remember when social media first came in so trying to convince you know clients that I worked with that social media is a space that you should be considering a lot of them were like, oh, my goodness, but, you know, what if people say bad stuff about us? Oh, this <laughs> is really scary. Is, the yeah, fear yeah, was yeah. huge. Yeah. I think that's really shifted now and that people can see its value. But Although, do you think that still, that still exists, doesn't it? With the, oh, absolutely, it yeah. does. But, you know, I always say to people, they're gonna, people are going to be saying this about you anyway, <laughs> whether it's, a, you know, it's like you get this little insight into the car park conversations yeah. that you never would have had a chance to hear yeah. before. So it's great. You actually get to be part of the conversation yep. now, which before you might not have. So, yeah, I don't think it's a scary thing as all, at yep. all. I actually see huge positives in it. And was that a role traditionally in PR? Was the sort of, you know, uh, something breaks out about a company, about an organisation yep. that is maybe negative? Um, was it the role of PR to come in and try and yep. smooth the smooth yep. the path? Bec- so that's a, become a conver- yeah, huge yeah. part of PR. So yep. there's organisations that will specialise in issues and crisis management. Yep. So um, I don't do a huge amount of that in yeah, my okay. existing yep. role, but I have done in the past. I worked yep. for um, a mining company here in Australia and then also um, the London Underground in the UK. Oh, wow, okay. Um, so issues and crisis management were a yeah, huge part yeah, of yeah. my role then. And so, I mean, and I guess that's another huge component of PR is basically we're almost the guardians of a reputation, reputation of an organisation. Yeah. So reputation management is huge. Yep. Um, Which is a massive part of social media. Um, absolutely. So yep. that connection, again, yep. is so strong. Yeah. Yep. So monitoring and listening is huge for um, anyone in PR. So I've got... Um, you know, so I've got social and media monitoring for all of my clients, yep. so that can that's not just media or social media that I'm generating for them. It's, it's stuff that anyone the else is saying, <laughs> um, and it might be just you know also about their. It's trying to keep in track of trends in their industry as well. Um, so there is a very big role in PR of just that listening, monitoring, tracking where trends are, yep. where an organisation's reputation is sitting in their own yep. industry or a broader community. Um, yep. There's so much noise out there, isn't there? I mean, this is the problem is. with... I mean, PR back in the day, 
you only had certain avenues where they were able to broadcast or yeah. be seen. Yeah. Whereas now it's like yeah. everywhere, absolutely yeah. everywhere at any stage, your yeah. your company can pop up in yeah. in in whatever yeah. guise. Um, and sometimes I feel like um, you know I can spend days <laughs> working on a particular client with the idea of their story not hitting the media yeah, um, and yeah. that can be a big part of the yeah. role as well is to you know sometimes someone will pick up on something and it's really not a story and it's not something that you want necessarily yeah. to be out there so that can be another part of the role where you feel like you do a whole lot of work for actually zero output yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's the positive result that yeah, you yeah. Were much, I think it's a much longer game now you don't have that influence in that sort of um, what am I trying to say it's with social media and branding and reputation, it's sort of it's it's a long game. It's Absolutely, not, it's not a, you can't just do PR for a month and yeah. then hope. hope and that's to what and that's what PR has always been is. And I remember when people had asked, you know, marketing versus PR, and I'll often say to clients, actually, you need to do if you need to sell tickets to something by X date or so many widgets by a certain date, <laughs> actually. PR's too long a stretch for you. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I've absolutely had instances where it's been quite a retail campaign and, you know, they've got media, so they've got inquiries yeah. or people yeah. going onto their website to go, oh, I'm really interested in yeah. buying X widget. But it is absolutely a slow burn, long-term strategy, yeah. not yeah. a quick fix. Yeah, well, it sounds, like, I mean, it sounds like PR is definitely not a dying trade. It sounds, if anything, it's got the skills for this kind of new digital world. Yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, are you positioning yourself different just now in regards yeah. to conversations you're having or yeah. how, how you market yourself or PR, yeah. PR yeah. your well, own company? Well, we were talking about this before, Michael. I'm not particularly good at my own <laughs> PR or I. Maybe I'm just too busy concentrating yeah, yeah, yeah. on working for my clients. I'm the same. The plumber, oh, with, the dripping, plumber nice. with the dripping tap. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, but I do. So, I, so still traditionally, I think a lot of people who think they need someone to work with yep. in PR will at first come thinking, I want, I really want to be see my name in print in the newspaper. Yep. So there is a lot more of an education process now with yep. clients or people who are considering, considering using someone in PR that actually, let's take a step back. You might you know, think that you want to be on Today Tonight, but unless your audience are watching Today Tonight, there is zero point in exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. Whereas you know, your audience might actually be you know, consuming content from YouTube, a YouTube or, yeah. you know, like, so you've just got to consider. So it's always, I think there is still a mindset that PR equals media relations. Well, tra and traditional Tradi media, and traditional TV, media. radio, newspaper. Yeah. yeah. And to be honest, that is still a large part yeah. of what I do without yeah. a doubt. Um, but there is a lot more to it. So there is, um, and I think that is just an education process with people, clients, and maybe, as an industry, you know, we've got to communicate that a bit better as well. But do, you th do you think some of the bigger players in PR are not adapting very well to the change? Yeah, so I think um, I think most are now. I think some were slow initially, yeah, okay. like so yeah. probably three or four years ago. Wow, well, okay. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, I just think, I think maybe they were just a bit, okay, is this a realm we want to get into? Um, but I think most are actually understand now that that's a huge part of yep. what they do. A lot of smart like PR agencies also with 
you know, started to diversify in terms of like bringing in graphic design yep. under their umbrella yep. and that sort of thing, which I think was smart as well. And probably web and yeah, so a lot, yeah. a lot do have now bought that in. So I think that's actually where, particularly in the Perth market. Um, a lot of the big agencies, like a lot of the big marketing agencies are now bringing in PR under their arm because they see the value of it. Um, And a lot of the big marketing agencies as well, I guess, particularly in our Perth market, clients aren't necessarily spending as much on big TV ad campaigns and that sort of thing. So they've had to diversify their offering as well. So I think now people are fairly caught up, but I think certainly a few years ago, um, there was maybe a hesita- hesitation to go into yep. certain areas or think, you know, is this really going to be yep. take off yeah. or is this just a, yeah. I think that, I mean, one of the biggest changes, I mean, obviously being in digital marketing myself, is the, the, the swing from being reliant on traditional media to yeah. actually becoming the media. A company, yes. a company has the ability now as we're doing now, to, Absolutely. to be their own voice, which yeah. is a, a very powerful thing, but with help, obviously, yeah. from sort of experts in the field in yeah. PR, but sort of it's not, you're not so reliant on, that is so true. on TV, or, yeah. or you're not reliant on yeah. TV anymore. I mean, there's YouTubers out there that have 65 million I subscribers. Yeah. I mean, even back in the day, TV, TV radio would have dreamed of having Absolutely. that sort of reach, yeah. and it's real engaging reach as well. That's what I think. It's very authentic. People are choosing to consume that yeah. versus yeah. having it just. And that know. comes down to guys like you being yeah. able to provide stories, like yeah. proper stories, and that's where I think. I mean, going by this conversation, PR is about that um, authenticity of yeah. the client, the stories, and you being able to sort of get that yeah. out and, and then yeah. broadcast it to wherever. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's very I exciting. like that. Good summary. Good summary. <laughs> it was a nice summary, wasn't it? I do have one quick question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you call yourself Bob when you pick up coffees? You know, people ask, obviously, for names when they, um, when they order a coffee, and your name is Bob. Yes. So Bob is my coffee name because <laughs> <laughs> a name like Loralee, People are always, always like, huh? How do you spell that? <laughs> what? what? What did you say? What was that? So I just have given up, actually, yeah. and I figure no one can spell Bob incorrectly, <laughs> pronounce it incorrectly. How do you spell that? Yeah. yeah it's easy. Well, so. I think my coffee name from now on is going to be Laurelie. I'm oh, gonna, nice. Let I'm me know how you go. I'm going to test it out and see yeah. how we go and live in your shoes for a yeah. while, and I may change it back. But Laurelie from Hola PR... Thank you very much. And where can people find you online? Okay, so I have, obviously, my website is the main spot to see me, which is olapr.com.au. Um, and I occasionally <laughs> blog there. <laughs> Come Haven't on. done in a little while. Promise yep. to do it now. Yep. Um, you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. Cool. I have some profiles there. If you want to come and join me there too. Excellent. Holla. Obviously Spanish yeah. for hello. Yes. So, yes. yeah. So the name came about um, because I really like the whole concept of just starting a, a client, starting a conversation with their customers. Yeah. And Ola is really Hello's fun, bright, <laughs> um, cute way to yeah. start that. Hello, I'm Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Thank you very much. Thank and you for having me. No, no worries. That's been, that's been good. Awesome.